Hey guys, welcome to the best of the Great Song Podcast, Volume 4. We haven't done a best of since all the way back in Season 3, and I've been compiling clips, not even consistently since then, so I just figured it's time to dump all these, let you guys enjoy them. It has some of the absolute funniest and favorite moments from the show ever hidden in these clips, so you're going to love it. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, It is what it is. Some of these may not have much context, but you know what? I think you'll get the jokes anyway. So enjoy the best of Volume 4. Turn up the radio and sing along It's time for another great song This is the Great Song Podcast So this was nominated for both of those Song of the Year, Record of the Year Best Pop Performance by Duo or Group with Vocals And Best Video Um, Song of the Year and Record of the Year That year both went to Wind Beneath My Wings uh, By Bette Midler Um, Listen (laughs) Let's be clear about Wind Beneath My Wings Okay. To quote Jack Black's character in the movie High Fidelity, it is sentimental, tacky crap. Yeah. Um, God bless Bette Midler, I guess. And uh, the world. But but you can take Wind Beneath, Wind Beneath My Wings and The Rose and shove them so far into the trash, let's say. Uh, yeah, you can keep, you can, you can, no, you can keep Wind Beneath My Wings all day, every day. Are you kidding? The living years. This deserved all the Grammys. All the Grammys. Mike Rutherford is my hero. Yes. Did you never know, Mike Rutherford, that you're my <laughs> hero? Uh, and that year, uh, Best Pop Duo or Group Performance went to All I Need to Know by Linda Ronstadt, uh, who we have established in the Paul Simon episode to be an apartheid-loving racist sellout. <laughs> And the national treasure that is Aaron Neville. Yeah. Um, so the, he makes that song listenable. I still, this is a better song than that. Absolutely. I don't care. Uh, it's, it's. Um, I mean, look, Aaron Neville, we we know how I feel about Aaron Neville. Rob all, can do a mean Aaron day, Neville. Don't all day, every you. day. Uh, but I'm not going to do it because I, I want my wife to listen to the show and she just will, won't if, <laughs> if I, she knows I do Aaron Neville. Um, interesting note, actually, uh, Ronstadt and Aaron Neville won the same category the following year. They won two straight years, Grammys. Different songs? Um, for different songs, yeah. For best pop duo or group performance. Uh, the, the, the year after they won for the song All My Life. Uh, hey. I'm about to do it. Thank you for stopping by, Mr. Neville. It's been a minute since we've had a special guest. Good to see you guys. (laughs) There he is. Good to see you guys. There he is. There he is. Crystal, you can now resume listening. Thanks. (laughs) No, (laughs) Mr. Neville, please. You have to stop. We're talking about. (laughs) No, 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 no more. (laughs) Batman and Robin, I, I try to watch that movie probably once every five years. And every time I watch it, it's like, I think we may have had this conversation uh, about something else, but I watch, I watch it again because I think surely it can't be as bad as I remember, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, let me, time has passed. I've matured as a person. Let me check this out. Oh God, it's awful. (laughs) Terrible. Every single time. It's like, it's like, it's like if I had a glass of milk and I tasted it and I didn't like it and then I put it in the fridge for five years (laughs) It'll get better. Yeah, and I thought, I, you know what? I'm going to give that milk another shot. Let me chew this. Yeah. Yeah. And fine. then every time, and then I just put it back that's, in the fridge. I just keep putting Batman and Robin back in the fridge, that's, and I don't know why. That's funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I like that. It is not It is not gaining uh, worth. <laughs> it is not gaining worth. Uh, I got to admit, uh, I once again did the wrong research. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were doing an episode on chocolate rain, not purple rain. Tell me you know Chocolate Rain. I don't know Chocolate Rain. Oh, my Am word. I failing? No. Uh, yeah, well, you're kind of failing because everybody should know Chocolate Rain. But so JP's not super much like an internet guy. 
So like uh, memes and uh, you know viral videos, not so much with no. JP. Yeah, so sorry. this is a little bit of Chocolate Rain by Tayson Day. Especially since I didn't even know her first name and I called her the Schwarzenegger girl. Sure, the Sh- <laughs> that's Schwarzenegger girl, yes. This is what I thought we were doing. So like my research is on this primarily. Chocolate Rain. I have never heard this. Some dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate Rain. Oh man, you really need the video to go with it. Like the track is ring. The track is really something, but to get the full effect, when we get done here, I'm going to show you the video. So yeah, I was a little confused and did all my research on chocolate rain. So um, we'll try to some pa- of my facts may be off, but I'm going to try and make it work. Try to I'm power try through it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Prince gained fame after going viral on YouTube in 2007. <laughs> Uh, That's that definitely right? chocolate. You know what? Why don't you just finish this episode? I'll be back. You just you go you go solo on this one. I got one more side road and and then I'm tapped. Um, go right ahead. All right, finish finish the thought here. Okay. okay. Um, if you said like Prince does in the lyrics, maybe I'm just like my mother. Maybe I'm just like my, my father. Too bold. What would no. follow that for you? Oh, Prince man. Prince says mom is never satisfied and dad is too bold. What would be yours? Doesn't have to be negative. You know, mine would be. Maybe, yeah, you do yours while I think of mine. Maybe I'm just like my mother. Uh, I find it hard to say no to people. Does it have to rhyme? Does it have to fit in songs? No, 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 no. It doesn't. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe I'm just like my father. (laughs) Diabetic. I've (laughs) got a really good dad one, and this is gonna. You're gonna be like, what? Maybe I'm just like my dad. When I take my shirt off, it looks like a frog. (laughs) 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 The two eyes and the mouth open. It looks like a frog. I love you, dad. Don't try to visualize my dad's shirtless looking like a frog. I don't know what that's. That's that's what I got. Wow. So okay. All right. (laughs) I don't know with mom. Oh, oh, man. Man. My mom's a really good-hearted person, yeah. so I would keep it positive. Maybe like, I'm just like my mother. Too kind. A, too, too kind. Such a good-hearted person. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like my father, more frog. <laughs> <laughs> Other good tracks on the album, Wind Doves Cry, obviously, but Let's Go Crazy, Yeah, another number Legendary. one. Legendary. Purple Rain, hit yep. number two. I mean, come on. I Would Die For You, hit number eight. Come on. Take Me With You, hit number 25. Come on! So there's all those tracks, okay. all those tracks, all those tracks, Jordan. Um, I saw that the album ranked number 15 on Time Magazine's most influential of all time. Wow! So. Did you say all those trouts charted? No, I said all those tracks charted. Uh, okay, trouts charted right. would right. be awesome, though. Yeah. This is what I want. One of the things I want to know about Prince is what makes him go, yeah, that. You know what I mean? Like the last, the last verse of Kiss, where he starts going, I don't like that. Like uh-huh. he he does a whole half verse that sounds just like that, and he went, "That's the key. That's, that, that's the one, man." You know? And of course, everybody around him goes, "Sure, sure. yeah, Prince, whatever Absolutely. you say." Absolutely. Can you sign this paycheck real quick? Exactly. That's the one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> This uh, shares a lot of uh, lyrical DNA um, and um, 
and and just sort of format mm-hmm. and with, the title yes and the title of Forever Young by Bob Dylan um and uh which is a classic in its own right and it even shares a little bit of the feel uh if you translated it from like 70s folk to late 80s you want to play a little of the Bob rock. Dylan song Absolutely. so that they know the the Bob Dylan Forever Young Absolutely song? here's Forever Young by Bob Dylan I'll come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you build a ladder to use blocks climb on every round. And may you stay forever young. May you stay forever young. Okay, so we have I, this this song by Bob Dylan, which is kind of a classic. And I'm going to tell you my, te- my differences in the two. I feel like Rod Stewart means it, and, it's kind of, and I feel like Bob Dylan's like, let others do for you. <laughs> like, if I've got to begrudgingly like, wish but, you well. Right, but get off my lawn. I know, I'm the crotchety old man that's like, ah, have a great day. Yeah, get off my like, lawn. That's like, perfect. Like, if you have to, stay forever young. That's right. If you got to live, I hope you stay young. Uh, so so let's say, let's say, what's, what's remarkable about this to me is how the resemblance between the songs got settled, okay? Okay. Um, so Rod Stewart, Jim Cregan, Kevin Samagar write this song, and they realize, hey, this song has roots in another song. Um, so you know what they did? Rod calls Dylan up and says, hey, man, are you okay with this? Awesome. And, and Dylan says, hey, the end of the day, yay, yay, man. And Rod's like, I think that's a yes. Yeah, yeah. And so they decide to honor Dylan's original by splitting Rod Stewart's cut of the royalties. Oh, my gosh, yes. Why don't people do that now? Yeah, nobody went to court. Nobody started a fight. They nobody just settled it like gentlemen before it became a thing, and everybody made a bunch of money off of it. And they it. both you know already have plenty of money. Yeah. So. Yeah, so like they just did, you know, a phone call is all it took, man. That's so and good. like, hey, let's work this out. Maybe listen up, Vanilla Ice. Right. You know, you might learn something. <laughs> That's good. If if Ed Sheeran had tried this, maybe he wouldn't be getting gutted by the Marvin Gaye estate. That's great. You man. know what I'm That's saying? So good. Just a phone call is all it takes, guys. Come on. Let's meet up over some sandpaper toast. Yeah. And discuss <laughs> and discuss this and settle this like gents. Yeah, seriously. If ever two people shared a piece of sandpaper toast, it's freaking <laughs> Rod Stewart and Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Oh, let's God. put some marbles in our mouth and sit there and eat some sandpaper <laughs> toast. <laughs> man, this good sandpaper toast. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> he has he's had four number ones in the U.S. Okay, four number ones on Billboard. The fourth one, I don't I'm think never, you're going to just guess. It was in the '90s, and he was not the only artist on it. All for Love, yes. Brian Adams, yes. Rod Stewart, yes. and Sting, Sting. Oh, which we will cover someday. Woo. If nothing else, we're just going to play it. Man, alive. Oh, yes. So good. That's his fourth number one in the U.S. From the Three Mosquitoes. From the... <laughs> I can't. Uh, the three mosquitoes. I'm 38 <laughs> years old and I've never heard that joke. Really? Never. Like, can I sing a song that may be a little PG-13 that has skeeters in there? Maybe no, not. <laughs> no, you, you know, can't. There's a skeeter. You know, that? Yeah, <laughs> you know? cannot sing that song. There's a dozen no. on my cousin. Come Man, on. they're really buzzing. There. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Okay. Anyway, three mosquitoes. According to Wikipedia, in 1962, he began busking with an English folk singer named Wiz. Wiz Jones, uh, and I think <laughs> if there ever was a busker's name, it's, it's Wiz, Wiz Jones. Jones. That's yeah, good. Uh, this the, and the next sentence in his Wikipedia bio I really love, so I just want to make a point okay. of it. 
Stewart took up playing the then fashionable harmonica. Then fashionable. The then fashionable harm. Just imagine the early sixties. What if Bob Dylan gave him harmonica lessons? Maybe. I, just uh, just picture this with me. Close your eyes and picture the. It's the early sixties. <laughs> People are gathered around nightly in their harmonica circle jam sessions, <laughs> listening to Bob Dylan going, "Man, how does he do it? It's all how does it? Oh man, that's a sweet new harm you got there. <laughs> no way, you got the blowy two thousand. That's top of the line. That's great." <laughs> Cause I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner. I play my music in the sun. I'm a joker, I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight toker. I sure don't want to hurt no one. I'm a picker, I'm a grinner. The song is, of course, uh, the story of uh, Steve Miller fall- falling in love with a nice farmer gal. Uh, I, we know this because he keeps talking about how much he loves her peaches. <laughs> That's awesome. It's just a lovely, wholesome, organic <laughs> relationship. Gal. Yeah. Maybe they met on Farmers Only. That's right. Maybe we talked met. about that on the last episode yeah. of FarmersOnly.com. Maybe. My buddy said that he thinks they have a weight limit on FarmersOnly.com, but it's like, um, <laughs> anyway. No, not, no, you not, can't just anyway not that. the other way. Like, you have to weigh a certain amount to be on FarmersOnly.com. Like, <laughs> so they have, have be, a weight threshold. Thre- like, you have to be over 250 or something at least. To be Come on, on now. No, I'm, he's joking about that. But <laughs> he, I've never been on FarmersOnly.com. Those of y'all that are out there on FarmersOnly.com that love us, uh, we appreciate this. But we have just ruined Saint something and the Grenadines yeah. and all our farmer ladies that listen to us. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Man, bummer. Sorry to sorry, Such jokers. We sorry are. to Saint whoever in the Grenadines, <laughs> peach farmers, women. Sorry to all of you, <laughs> listeners, people, aliens, humans. That's right. That's great, man. Oh, all right, my goodness. Anyway, whoever they found at Area Fifty One, sorry to y'all, Grinners. Uh, grin, yes, Grinners, Pickers, <laughs> Sinners. All, we apologize, just to everybody. Uh, Mickey Dolan's. Oh, we haven't apologized to, to Mickey so Dolan's in a times. while. It's been a minute. Sorry, <laughs> Mickey. Um. <laughs> Here we go. Some people call me the meet the band guy. Or the dude with the girly voice. <laughs> Some people call me JD. <laughs> Or JP or TJ or PP, you just make your choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Chorus. Because I'm a whatever. Oh, I didn't do a chorus. Okay, all right, all right. That's hilarious. I, I'm a picker, I'm a grinner. So that's I'd have to stick with. You're okay. a midnight toker. I'm a midnight you know toker. You're a midnight that's, toker. that's right, man. He's not. JP's not a toker. I'm not. I'm squeaky right. clean, guys. All right. Here's mine. I'll, I'll give it a, a verse and a chorus. I'm not sure I can play the riffs and do this at the same time. That's cool. So I'll just, I'll just chord it out. I'll Here do that. Y'all just don't don't listen to me. Just listen to the words. That's right. I didn't come prepared to sing. I didn't come prepared to sing. That's what they say in church, you guys. All right, here we go. Here we go. Some people call me Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> Some call me the worship nerd. Oh, yeah, that's good. Some people call me obese. <laughs> Cause I eat an amount that's absurd. 
Cause I'm a goober, kinda douchey. I'm an eater of all the sushi. <laughs> yeah. Don't like being in the sun. I'm a cracker. I'm a slacker. I'm a midnight snacker. Yes! Oh, dude, yes! But my podcast show is fun. Oh, man, that's so good. Do another chorus. Yes! Oh, man, that was awesome. He far surpassed everything I hoped he would get. Well done, Rob. Thank Thank you you. guys for listening. That's awesome. So we we are jokers. Hit us up online at uh, (laughs) facebook.com slash groups slash great song pod. Uh, or just search the group Great Songs and the great people who oh, love dude. them greatly. We want to know if you were, if this song was about you. What would you be? What would you be? Yeah. Uh, hit us up at Twitter. At Kevin great Foley, we're counting on you. We yes. know you've got some good Ke- ones yes, out exactly. there, buddy. Kevin Foley, you're going to be our number you're gonna one. You're going to dominate. We're, we're counting on you. Uh, Joey, you better contribute too. That's Joey, right. you'll bring some goodness. <laughs> We need to get Joey back on the we show. We do. We do. We've the, had some the requests. People have spoken. We got you, Joey. We Joey hear, needs to be Sometimes back. Joey has spoken and been like, put me back <laughs> on the show. But we hear you, buddy, loud and clear. We're yeah. coming for you. So let us know. Hit us up online. Find us Twitter and Instagram at Great Song Pod. And, uh, and, and let us know if this song was about you. What it would be about. What would the lyrics be? And as we send him out, Rob, please send him out with that chorus again. That was so good. <laughs> okay, Just the right. chorus. Y'all sing along, look, write, write down the words, and make. No, That's this right. is so good, man. Here, Here we go. go. Okay. One, two, three. Because <laughs> I'm a goober, kind of douchey. I'm an eater of all the sushi. I don't like being in the sun. I'm a cracker. <laughs> I'm a slacker, I'm a midnight snacker, but my podcast sure is fun. We'll see you next week on the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music. (laughs) It is number 499. On the Rolling Stone, just made it. Five hundred greatest songs list. Just wow. made the cut. Yeah, number four ninety nine between number which four- they probably cool with. You know, they're like, all right, we're in. Yeah, That's we awesome. made it. We're in. Yeah, hey, who's voting on these things? I think that I is think- it the Rolling Stones? Is it Mick Jagger? <laughs> Yeah. And the band. That's why. That's why. Like a Rolling Stone is always the number one greatest number, song. Uh, Although that's a Dylan song, that's so that's like, but it's like it says our name. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think it's Rolling Stone contributors that do the lists. Is that right? And and musicians and artists. I think it's like a and John Lennon's family. A, a cabal right? of John, uh, yeah. Julian. Yoko. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like. I feel like. I feel like John Lennon's family would probably carry some weight mm-hmm. in those conversations. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. be given extra consideration. If the, if if Yoko was like or Julian was like, you know, I let's really put think, those Weezer boys in there. Yeah. Let's let them be four ninety nine. Okay, all right. Let's who we'll is, do it for Yoko. Is right. that that's not how she talks. Is that, oh, okay. that's Julian. Just, I didn't know who you were trying to do. <laughs> no. I don't know if it was one of the boys or no, if that no, was the no, Yoko. No, I was just no, that was that was the point. If Yoko would be like, yeah, there we go. And that's they'd be good. like, oh, Yoko wants us to include Weezer. <laughs> that's all. That's that was also your Bjork, I believe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Same one. Yeah. Hey, if you want black tears on a river, push on a shove, it don't mean much. Joker on Jack, match on a fire, cold on ice, a dead man's touch. Whisper on a scream doesn't change a thing. Blue 
the video for uh, for this version of the cover, it's all the glory shots of mm-hmm. the first responders and right. fire police and EMS and, and all the, the proceeds the, from this the version. Police funerals, yeah. yes, went to the, the Gary Sinise uh, Foundation that that uh, supports first responders and families. Yes, yes, yeah. and so and they say on there, you know, you can uh, you can donate, donate. directly. That's www.garysinisfoundation.org, I believe. So, yeah, so there, and there's, you know, so that speaks to, that hits me in the feels. Sure. That Mm -hmm. hits me in the thin blue line feels, which, (laughs) okay, the thin blue line logo, the symbol, the the insignia, right? Uh How police officers identify themselves to each other Uh uh, via bumper sticker or t shirt or, you know, whatever. And it has become more and more and more popular as millennials have entered the trade. Uh (laughs) Sure. And they're putting the thin blue line on everything. So how would you describe the, do you you know what the symbol I'm talking about? Sure. Uh, How would you describe that? I mean, it's sort of flag shaped with like it's black and you've got a Oh my god! Oh yeah! I literally just walked right into that. Good. I saw it happen. I watched it happen firsthand. That was was incredibly done. (laughs) That was you set that trap expertly. Okay, so I've got I've got the top ten of the top twenty. Okay. Um, So, but do you have any just? Lyrics that you think, oh my gosh, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yesterday you told me that you were going to do something similar. So I tried to jot down some that I could think of. The one that popped in my head originally that I think is an awful lyric is from LFO, the Summer Girls song. Okay. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Yep. Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> so I don't know what that has to do with anything. Uh. And so then I'm thinking, what's ones that. And so I thought of one that. I can't believe you pulled that lyric out. That's yeah, amazing. That I love the, that. That was the random one that I could think. I got three that I tried to jot down. Um, the song that I really like that I think is grammatically horrible, the I Don't Want to Wait, the Paula Cole song uh-huh. the, from the Dawson's Creek song, yeah. it says, say a little prayer for I. For I. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't yeah. think that's grammatically smart. No. Nope. And then there's one that at the time I thought this is a brilliant lyric, but it's an artist that we love, and I love this song. But the, every time, the more I sing it, I'm like, it's kind of an awful lyric. It's from Why Can't This Be Love by Van Halen. Okay. okay. You know, the only time will tell if we'll stand, stand the, the test of time. Yeah. I thought that, I used to think, oh, that's so good. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the only three I could really think I haven't, of. I haven't turned on that line yet. I still love it. You like it. 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 The more I, I sing it, it's, 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 it's starting to wear on me that I feel like it's lazy. Yeah. Like I used to think it was so brilliant. Yeah. And now I'm like, they went the weak way. I think that's what some of these, some of the ones that are on okay. this list okay. are on this list for that same kind of reason. Okay. Right. It's like initially it might have sounded catchy, but on, upon further inspection, you go, what? Well, and so, I'm sure there's some on here that I would have, if I'd have looked up a list, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, that's a good right. one. So I'm anxious yeah. to hear. I was trying to think if you could replace coast to coast LA to, Manhattan, even though that's not really. I would go Miami. You know, LA to Miami. Oh, but that, I would say it Miami. Me, yeah, that would have fit stylistically yep. very well. Uh-huh. Very well. Miami would have been best choice. Nobody ever goes like Maine. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, would truly, if you're yeah. going cross country to the max, right? Yeah. You'd go like, you know, LA, San Diego, whatever to, to Maine. I wish Zimbabwe was on the coast of America. Because that sings yeah. good. 
but too bad. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. What was the uh, okay? If I can pull this off, what is it from uh, Carmen San Diego? She moved from, from Nashville to Norway, and to Zimbabwe, Chicago to Czechoslovakia, and back. Boom! Yeah, and I don't know what the Pakistan the one... and something then in Scandinavia. Oh, you've got them oh, all. Man, I just know the bridge. Just give me the bridge. Y'all don't even know about where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. The game show. What a show. The game show. It was so cool. So good. And there was a – did you have the video game? The computer? The computer game. We had it at school. Computer video game? Yeah, Yeah, we too. I love that game. It was amazing. Man, we're old. Good call. I like that. (laughs) Anyway, so this here's the top ten. Spinner.com, worst lyrics of all time. Number ten, I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel from Natalie and Gurley's Torn. Torn? Yeah. It's like um, they had little descriptions of uh, on, a, the, on all these two that I didn't that I didn't pull out. Okay, but, um, it was basically like you just told us how you feel. Uh-huh. You don't have to explain. This is how you feel. Obviously, this is how you feel because you're saying okay. it. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. <laughs> now you're amazed by the VIP posse stepping so hard like a German Nazi from <laughs> Vanilla Ice's "Play That Funky Music." Oh, man. Yeah, they're I like never pulled that one out. They're like not like those, you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, Nazis from Greenland or whatever, uh, like German Nazis. Plus the fact that you just pulled Nazi into your lyric exactly. like it's no big deal. Stepping so hard like a German Nazi. Ew, it's just not uncomfortable. A, not a great look. The ice. No. Um number eight from Shania Twain's Honey I'm Home. My panty line shows got a run in my hose. My hair went flat. Man, I hate that. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, number seven, Save the Day. Saves the Day. Do you know this band? I know the band. Okay, Saves the Day song, See You. Uh, I don't think that I've got the stomach to stomach calling you today. Yes. Sa- that's the same kind of thing as, that's the, not awful. as the only time will tell if we stand yeah, the guess, test of but... time, right? I don't think I... I've got the stomach to stomach calling you today. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> for Michael Jackson's Bad, Your Butt is Mine. <laughs> okay. Um, your butt is mine. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's uh, our boy, Paul McCartney. From live and let die, but if this ever changing world in, in which, which we we're... live in, right? Oh, makes, yeah. It's the in which it's the preposition. Yeah, it's in which we live. Not in grammatically is correct. Bad English. Um, oh man, I just thought of another one. I mean, I doubt it'll be on the list. What's the killer song? The Are We Human or Are We Dancer? <laughs> it's, yeah. Anyway, I don't think I know that song. I Human? Yeah. I need to listen to more killers. Where are we? Man, they're good. You like I, Brandon? Flowers? I love Brandon Flowers. Dude, killers. I just need to listen to more killers. Um, how about young black and famous with money hanging out the anus? <laughs> <laughs> That's from Puff Daddy and Mace. Can't nobody hold me down. That's good. Oh, uh, man. Uh, how about from Madonna's <laughs> I Love New York? Uh, I don't like cities, but I like New York. Other places make me feel like a dork. Eh. Yeah, whatever. I mean, okay. Uh, number two from Culture Club's War Song. War is stupid and people are stupid. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. War is stupid and people are stupid. <laughs> and number one uh, on this list, coast to coast, LA to Chicago. Um, covers, not really any covers that I could 
notably pick out with the exception of one, uh, the Little John Trick Daddy Twista version. Excuse me? What? Okay. I, I figured that you would know this. So this is another rap that I'm, I'm about still to- trying to recover from whatever it is you just said. Okay. Look up. Um, it's called Let's Go. And this is uh, Little John, okay. the aforementioned <laughs> Little John. <laughs> I was going to say what threw me, what kept me from from understanding the immediately John? That, that this was a collaboration okay. was that you I said Little all. John. So you said – Little John Trey died, Trey died, and yes. all kind of ran together. And Sorry. I thought this was one was person's. Em- is this one rapper's <laughs> name? <laughs> I was embracing my flow. Okay, so <laughs> Lil John, Trick Daddy, and Twista have a song called Let's Go. Okay. That, and you're going to think I'm a sacrilege for saying this, but every time I hear the All Aboard and the intro chord, I immediately reference this in my head. Okay. So. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. I have to edit this one. I should have said non-explicit. Let's see if I can find the non-explicit, the non-explicit one. Let's stop right here. <laughs> We're gonna, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't think of that. I think of the edited version. Yeah! 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 Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? What? What? Y'all ready to break the football? Not the football version. That's what I think. But. Wow. No, I'm not heard this. Oh, man. I'm not Twi- mad at it. Twista goes super fast. I can't keep up with him because he's Twista, but... Well, not right here, but later. I'm not mad at it. I'm really not. That's cool. Yeah. So right. anyway, that's a, that's the closest thing to a cover I'll do because I'm not going to play Lazy Brain by the Apologetics okay. just to spare you. Ew. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm an Apologetics fan. Rob <sighs> hates everything about them, but <laughs> Man. they mean well. They do mean out well. They're winning the lost. They're trying to do good. They are. They're just not. Uh, the bass singer, the low end, yeah. David Melvin English, okay. a.k.a. Melvin Blue Franklin. Different last name. Interesting. Here's why. His father was a preacher who raped a girl and thus became the mother of Blue. Oh, So wow. Franklin is actually his stepfather's last name. So he took that and became Melvin Franklin. Okay. Uh, one of the two members to never leave the group. The Temptations, him and Otis, who we'll talk about next, um, had bad arthritis. Uh, then he got shot in 1978 trying to stop someone from stealing his car. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Bet you didn't oh see that gosh. coming. <laughs> I, no, I just assumed it was going to be tax evasion. Yeah, exactly. so. That's a good one. He got shot one. trying to evade some taxes, and they got him. They got him. Give him the car. Give him the, give yeah, him the that's car. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what they teach? That's what they teach. The car. They who, teach you to give you the car. Who teaches that? Crim- criminals? Car, it's, car it's, thieves? It's in a book. I read it. Okay. Rule number one. All right. uh, he also worked as a voice actor. Oh. Pretty cool. Game. I would love to do that. You should. I would love to do that. I think I, I was, as a matter of fact, I tried out a new voice this week that uh, there, was an, there was an old guy sitting behind us at a movie, and, um, and he was talking about the Uber drivers. They're, they're suing Uber. One, they're independent contractors. And uh, and the guy's like five hundred years old, and um, but we get to the end of the movie. I like I thought, oh, that guy's got a funny voice, you know what I mean? But the thing that made me want to that made me want to try it. We're walking out of the movie. We stayed till like the closing credits, you know, and it it, it starts to fade to black. And he goes, I guess that's the end. 
<laughs> like that dude. That dude's uh, hilarious. If you're good. listening out there, man, I really want to get to know you. What do you think his name Come is? House. I, I think it has to be something like Bernie or. Oh, like, that's good. That's um, good. It ends in, an, in a in a high in an I sounding vowel. Yeah. I was gonna go Terry. Okay, but yeah. Bernie, Bernie's good. Bernie's it's old sounding. Yeah, and, it just sounds old and kind of squatty. Yep. Good you call. know what I mean? Good call. Yeah. Bernie, Benji, big fan of yeah. Bernie. You got some covers? Uh, just a few. Um, uh, Rolling Stones did a cover of this. Okay. Uh, we don't even have to listen to them. Um, Are they good? I don't know. No. Let's, we don't, let's not even listen to them. I'll just mention them. Uh, Phil Collins, we mentioned, had one. Rick Astley has a cover. Okay, I'm going to have to hear that. Let's hear the yeah. Rick Astley version. Yep. Because I just don't hear his voice working on this, <laughs> frankly. Nope. I'm out. Already done. I need the drum fill. I don't even... What range is he going to sing this in? Is he going to go high? The suspense is killing me right now. I know you want to leave yeah, me. Yeah, high. But I refuse to let you go. His voice doesn't fit if the music. Oh, right there. They're completely different. For your sympathy, I Definitely don't... It's Kessler, like they though. forgot the drum track. Ain't too proud to beg. He did bring I, in the heavy strings there. Oh, yeah. They, he turned it into a ballad. I don't get it. I, I guess thematically, it could could make sense as a ballad. You know, I'm not too proud to beg you to not leave me. Like, I, you know, but it doesn't. <laughs> Knowing where it came from, that did not work at all for me. I don't it's know. It's kind of a downer note to end on. And he said it so properly, ain't too proud to beg. Like, <laughs> no. Keep talking while keep talking. All right. Ready? Almost. Oh, there was some gargling at the end. Oh my gosh. I got that recorded. (laughs) That was in my literal ears. My ears just got flooded with that. Oh, man. That's how I feel about Dave Grohl. (laughs) Dave Dave Grohl. This was for the entire decade of the 1990s, according to Billboard. This was number 40. Like if this is one of the this is one of the top 40 songs of the entire decade of the 1990 according to Billboard. Um however, despite this, it does not appear on the Billboard All-Time 600 list. Wow, how's that? I mean I mean was 90s it was not one a of the, big was 90s was the 90s not a big year? I, it just seems like it would play, I mean it's we're talking about 600 chart positions That's a lot. and it didn't make it. But you know what? You know what though? I guess it shouldn't. I mean, it's no it's no Pony Time by Chubby Checker. <laughs> it's not Smack That by Akon or Bent by Matchbox 20. Oh my god. What I the heck is this chart oh, about? Oh no. What the heck is this chart about? We all see, those songs are on the Billboard you, all time. Bob Thomas doing Come on. it, yes, making the list. Right, yes, the Billboard 600 all time by Bob Thomas. This is that your cousin Rob? <laughs> Come on! I do. What the heck is this chart about? Who is doing this? Who are these people? <laughs> I don't understand. I like. I don't understand that chart. One day, this is I, epic enough to close our season. Yeah, and we only pick the biggest Come songs on. ever, and then we pick. Can we go bigger for the closers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should so, make the 600. Anyway, I mean, this was number one in 28 countries. I don't understand why it's not. William Board, we are not a fan of no, you right William now. William Board, you can, no, forget it. You owe us an explanation. <laughs> one day. We'll get you on the podcast. That's right. We're gonna, give me William Board now. Um, if anybody's got any connections at Billboard, we need to know. 
JP, how you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I feel like a nice helping of three large eggs, beaten with onions, chopped, Worcestershire sauce, salt, black pepper, and low-sodium ketchup divided, also known as... <laughs> Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Freaking uh, meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Guess what we're covering this week, guys. Oh, my gosh. I was not ready for that. Uh, I had to look it up right before the uh, recipe for meatloaf. <laughs> I, was, I preheated it 375, obviously. Wow. I was going to – we already talked a little bit on Mrs. Le- or Miss Loud. I was going to see, do you think this song would be the number one song ever if Celine Dion sang the other part? Because of the star power that she brings with, wow. you know, obviously she hit it big with the stupid Titanic song, which is yeah. obviously the worst song ever, but carried a ton of weight. Would it have gotten a jump? She would have killed it. I mean, I probably would have hated it. Yeah. But, uh. Well, we wouldn't have hated it at the time, but I would, looking back, be like, man, I wish Celine Dion wasn't singing on that. Yeah. Because I really like this song. Here's, here's my, here's my question. Because, yeah, it obviously would have been huge. I don't know if it would, it would have been huger than this. Huger? Okay. Uh, but. Here's, I think my real question pertaining to that particular section is, did I have a crush on Lorraine Crosby's voice? <laughs> or Dana Patrick. Or did I have a crush on Dana Patrick? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and the voice just played into it. Oh, man, that's you know a good I mean? question. That's um, funny. Because there was definitely something happening, Yeah, uh, but I don't know who caused it. <laughs> it's a team you know? effort. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, wow. Um, Be like, hey, Mariah Carey, can you put on this Tiffany Amber Thiessen mask? <laughs> Uh, at one time, Meatloaf went to church uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. He told Q Magazine that he still maintains a faith. He says, quote, My grandfather was a minister, and I was born into a very religious family. There's a Bible in my hotel room. I picked it up and read some the other night. It's still a big part of my life. People don't expect it because I get on stage and I swear. I'm a rocker, but that's not me. That's a character. Uh, if I'm cast in a film, I always refuse for my character to say, quote, GD, uh, I tell them I'm not going to say it. I'll say, damn, but not the other thing. That's where I draw the line. Everything else is open. Um, so that's something I didn't, I didn't know about him. Go win the loss, Meatloaf. Right? Yeah. Go win the loss, Meatloaf. Let's, let's get, this, get this thing done. Meatloaf and Carmen on tour together. <laughs> Playing the municipal auditorium. Uh, and then he comes back during Carmen's set to do all the devil parts. Like, you <laughs> know what I'm plays, saying? The revival in the land. Somebody's messing with the stone! <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Full costume and everything. Can you imagine Meatloaf? Dude, that's uh, hilarious. Yes. Incredible. That was uh, awesome. <laughs> I love that. Uh, he was in the original production. <laughs> oh, so good. Me and Rob are all about some philanthropy. We're, yeah. We love the giving back for free. Yeah. Kind of like we do this podcast for free. That's this right. is us giving back. This that's is right. our philanthropinous. That's for nice. a oh, careful. That's not a word. That's not a word. Oh, man. Oh, that just, that just about got PG-13. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> got to take a break or I'm struggling over there. I wish I could see his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
rest of season five. That's it. That's we're, the we're one done. clip. We're tapped. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Okay. Let's take a listen. Here's the Johnny Cash version. I'll skip to a different part so we don't hear the first verse a hundred times. This And this is so very Johnny Cash. Like, can I have them, please? <laughs> and the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. Totally different chord structure. Boom, chick, boom. We'll get together then. He's like, don't play all the fancy chords. <laughs> we'll have a good time then. I mean, that guitar part is just wrong. <laughs> no, I- He's like, what's your four favorite notes? <laughs> you play them. <laughs> Oh man! Just put him where you want. Let's see what he does here. I'm interested. My new job's a hassle, and the kids got the flu. Wow! Nice talking to you. He's like, we're just gonna play the E flat. That's it. Nothing else. We ain't walking down. We're sitting on. No, Johnny. Johnny just did what he wanted, man. Hi, Mark. This is Robin JP from the Great Song Podcast. How are you, sir? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing, but not Bill doing. Okay. I love it. All right. Outstanding. Well, may it ever be so. That song is just so motivational. It makes me want to get a Peloton. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and have like Ernest motivating you on the camera. Yeah, like yeah. let's go. Just you show can me do that. It. Just show me them building that TP again, TV. dude. That's, that's so funny. I'll, I mean, I would ride for three minutes. That's good. We'll, we'll, we'll get <laughs> we'll get out the lantern shooter. We'll, we'll be ready. Okay, yeah, and something I was thinking about too to kind of change horses. Um, when we were talking about horses, I don't know. That's not right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> change pony horse. Name, I think pony name macaroni. I think it's change horses. <laughs> I think I said horses. Before we play the Meet the Band jingle, let's play As Days Go By from Family Matters in honor of <laughs> Reginald. Um, so this is just a little teaser till we get to the Meet the Band jingle, and because I want to hear it, because it's the finger love and the family. The finger love. Isn't that what it says? No, it's the bigger love. What is the <laughs> I don't know. Edit that out. <laughs> nope. You can't the finger about, I love. Know. I thought it, it says it's the bigger love. Maybe it's because he's playing with the puppets. <laughs> Little Richie's playing with. I thought he says the finger love. I thought. I don't know. It's, Why would that be a thing? I don't know. I don't know. It made sense to me in the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, the bigger oh, love crap. does make more sense. Oh crap. I'm still. Yeah, man. I will always be loving this song. There you go. Until time stands still, until the winds don't blow. <laughs> when today is just a memory to me. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'll still be loving this song. 100%. That's I'll Still Be Loving You by Restless Heart from the 1986 album Wheels, written by Todd Cerny, Pam Rose, Mary Ann Kennedy, and Pat Bunch. Uh, it hit number 33 on the Billboard Hot 100. That is Huge for a country song at that point in time. You would go maybe five, six years in between country songs that crossed over into the Hot 100. It was not common at all. I think the next song after this one to cross over uh, was Achy Breaky Heart, Billy Ray Cyrus. And that was like... I, I was, Everywhere. I was sick of that song the first day it came out. You know mi what I'm saying? Mi pobre corazón for Kayla. There you listening. go. Wow. Do, one more time. <laughs> oh, dude. Mi, mi pobre corazón. They okay. do, oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. It's like a whole thing okay. with the dance and wow. everything. All right. Mi pobre corazón. Bring it on home, oh, babe. Now we're going to have to cover the Spanish version of that <laughs> Of Aki Breaky Heart. Yeah. Right. That song I played so much, literally, I heard it, I heard it, I think, four times the day it came out. And yeah. I was like, first of all, this song is going to be massive because they wouldn't be playing it so much yeah. if people weren't loving it. But also, I'm, I'm good. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I'm, tapped. I'm fine. Does um, the back of your hair grow a little bit longer every time you hear every, that song? Every time, every time somebody plays Achy Breaky Heart, the mullets. Billy Ray Cyrus's hair gets a little longer <laughs> in the back. Yeah. And a little shorter on yeah. top. That's awesome. That's when he knows his uh, his like Spotify streams are doing well. That's it's like, right. It's time for a haircut. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> okay, so we're we're going to talk about your Instagram bio for a minute. I think this used to be your Twitter bio, but your Instagram bio in its entirety just says Jesus loves the flat five. Uh, and yes, I know we've got some of that movement in here. Why is the flat five special to you? Tell our audience. I don't think we've ever talked about like tritone substitution or whatever. It's like what what's what is the flat five? What purpose does it serve? Why do you love it? Flat five is representative of of everything I love in <laughs> not everything, but so many things that I love in music. Tritone, which is uh, one way it's it, you can look at it as it being used. It's a flat five interval. It's tritone, and you can do substitutions with that's a substitution tool. And then also other than that is a sharp eleven chord, which is. The sharp eleven is the flat five, and it's like it's the same note. Can you play us one so the listeners can hear? Absolutely. So in context, it would be like um, here it comes. Right. Yeah. Ugh. And honestly, I actually heard that note. This was actually the first time music gripped me. It's my <laughs> first memory. I'm not kidding. I was about. I was probably four or five years old, and I was watching the uh, the Land Before Time. <laughs> this was is it absolutely the Land Before the truth. Land Before Time one or like twelve? Was it the, one, the original? This okay, this was the OG first <laughs> one. Where, and I'm telling you, I remember this still today very clearly. It was when we're seeing like the birth, like the the beginning <laughs> of Littlefoot. And I think he's just an egg, and he falls on a tree star. And I think, I think I'm going to look it up while I'm talking, so I I'm not wrong. But I think the the person who did the music, the guy, the composer, I think is James Horner. Uh, yeah, I think because it's right. like a giant mega guy. Um, and he and I'm telling you, it's it's here, and then tree star. <laughs> and I'm telling you, as a four-year-old, as a four-year-old, I like my heart is gripped and ripped out of my chest in the best way. James Horner, yeah, James Horner, and I'm, and from that moment, I remember that. And then years later, I remember playing and going, oh. There it is. Like there it was. What is that? And so I just hit a tree star. <laughs> I just hit a tree. Yeah, a tree star chord. And um, that's there's actually a longer story, even deeper than that. But that's <laughs> that's that's like what the flat five means to me. That's why it's so special. Oh yeah, it's like a warm hand in your pants. <laughs> Put that in there, please. <laughs> And sure is sweaty. <laughs> uh, I do want to make sure I get the pronunciation of your name right. Uh, it's Dan, right? <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. That's the part most people get wrong. So, okay. um, yeah, so Hasseltine. Hasseltine. Uh, okay. Yep. I can do that. We Hasseltine. took we took a poll, and I won. 
So lucky guess. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> this is actually all just a ploy because I've always wanted to know that. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, this has been great. Thanks, man. Is, we appreciate it, dude. We've done 100, <laughs> episodes, uh, 100 episodes of a podcast so I could figure out how to pronounce Hasseltine. It's good. You know what? We've. I was talking to one of my sons. I've got two teenage boys, and one of them said, uh, well, we, we actually figured out we're like, so far, because I was telling him, I, you know, in junior high for me, like kids would call me has no friends. Oh, it was man. like, that was like, yeah, it was Come on. hard, right? Junior high, it's junior <laughs> high. But, uh, but he said, yeah, uh, only one person has ever called me asshole time. <laughs> oh, and man. I was like, wow. I'm like, I realized I've, I've made it through my entire life so far with nobody calling me that. You survived. So that give, was a new one. Give me has so. no friends any day over that. <laughs> yeah. So, but somebody got creative, I guess. You know. Yeah, I mean, you got to give people points for that for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. creativity is good. Yeah. Was, was that Dave Barnes? Did he do that? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I won't now. give him that credit. Yeah. Uh, JP, you got anything? Before no, I'm good. Yeah, we'll give you a chance to to pitch at the end. Thanks yeah, again we, for doing this. We'll always give you a chance to talk on whatever you want to at the end. Yeah. Um, Thanks. With, whether it's anything you got tour wise or project wise or anything, yeah. it's your moment. Well, maybe it's just the beef. Like I I I saw the post you guys made where Dave Barnes couldn't uh, couldn't pick out what was it the uh, oh, the yeah, Ozzy Osbourne yeah yeah no more tears yeah take it take a jab at so, it. I was so um I was so disappointed in him actually <laughs> I really felt like. That song, uh, yeah, it was so easily recognizable. <laughs> That's what first, I, had, I had a couple of yeah, people on Instagram be like, that was ridiculous. How could you not know that song right away? You'll have yeah. to take a listen to the rest of the game and see how he did. Uh, Good, yeah, because I burned. I already burned his albums. I took them out back. They're done. So, yeah. He had his chance. He blew it because he didn't know right. Yeah. And Rob's story. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. JP and I just high fived in yeah. freeze frame. That's right. We're it, frozen it froze in there. Froze at the top. That's right. That's, that's how we should end. Oh man, that's so. how we should end the episode. <laughs> and the credits roll. You know what? We might have to video something. That's right. We might have to video something. What kind of contest could Rob Thomas and John Fogarty have that would be fun to watch other than a musical contest? Oh, man. Like watch I, them have a fishing contest. <laughs> sure, yeah. Fogarty's got F- it. Yeah, Fogarty's Clean got it for sure. I feel like Fogarty is probably um, – I, I know he's like a hunter and whatever. Okay. I feel like he's a survivalist probably. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's a prepper uh, and he's like he, – he's got money hidden in a can in the yard. Yeah. You know? That's right. I, and I feel like uh, – honestly, I feel like he could probably scrap too. Uh-huh. If, if him and Rob Thomas got in a Fist fight. I think Fogarty's coming out on top. And Fogarty will fight dirty too. He'll pull the yeah. he'll pull the switchblade out of the sock. He will. <laughs> he will. Get an eye poke in there. That's you right. know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Three stooges. That's yeah, awesome. Definitely. Uh yeah, I think so. There was a lot going on, and there were a lot of sort of open avenues musically at the time. And they think if that hadn't been the case, um, you know, uh, uh, rock music was trying to find its way out of like grunge, new metal wasn't quite hitting yet. It was about to. It was on the cusp. Um, but it was sort of this in-between thing where we don't know what the next popular rock genre really is going to be. Um, and a lot of new stuff. Hip-hop is taking over as one of the most popular uh, things. You know what I mean? And so there was just a lot of room 
for creativity before record labels went, oh, this is the thing now? Okay, we're going to do this, mm-hmm. you know? And yep. so they're f- forcing everything toward that. And so they they uh, maintain that they were sort of a beneficiary of that. They think that if that had not been the case, then then the popularity of this song might not have happened. It, it was the choose-your-own-adventure book of the music era. It was. Like, you could pick any way you want to go. And we chose new metal. <laughs> we chose Limp Biscuit. you know, <laughs> out of all this. That's we true. chose, I, I don't really understand why that happened. We ended up with Kid Rock. I don't, I don't really know uh, what, what what to say about that, um, but yeah, what a what a list, man! Fastball, Mace, Chumbawamba, Cherry Pop, and Daddies. I can't even I can't even believe that they were a thing. But do you remember? I mean, when people were going to swing dances, you remember in the yeah. late 1990s when we had friends that were dressing up like a sock hop uh-huh. and going to swing dances. Yeah. It was wild, and guys were wearing the big zoot suits with the. I mean. That was a crazy time, dude. You want to talk about uh, Brian Setzer, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Brian Setzer, who was, uh, you know, um, by some accounts would have been considered a has-been by that point. He was that dude from the Stray Cats in the 80s. He was always old. Yeah. Like when he started, yeah. He's, he's been old forever just yeah. playing. But. And then he comes and hits Jump Jive and Whale, and it explodes. Yeah. Why? Why did that happen? We just, we were aimless. We didn't have, we needed corn to come and show us the way. <laughs> you know? Is is the Price is Right the best game show? Oh man, it's in the it's in conversation. Family Feud's got to be in the running. Wheel of True. Fortune's been around for an eternity. Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. You got to be smart to be on Jeopardy, so yeah. that rules us out. Yeah, but like <laughs> I feel like, but being I know as a kid, Price is Right was the coolest thing you could have. You know, coolest game show you could have. Dan uh, Patrick hosts a sports trivia show. Uh, sports Jeopardy, right? Sports yeah, Jeopardy, yeah. Which, which is, I think is the, one of the greatest game shows ever. Yeah, that's Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Whoa. Oh, from Nashville to Norway? Wow. Remember oh, the man. places? From Nashville to Norway, to Zimbabwe, Chicago to Czechoslovakia, and back. Boom. <laughs> there you go. What was the one, how did we not both know the one? The, uh, the one before. Is it Berlin? Ber- go, no. Okay, let's do it again. She goes from Nashville to Norway, Berlin to, Berlin Zimbabwe. to Zimbabwe. Maybe? I'm going to look it up. Okay, keep going, while you're looking going. at that, that was important. You guys at home that are screaming the answer <laughs> at it, you're like, come on, it's this one. Um, I had that computer game. Did you have it? Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. I learned all about geography. All right. Ryan Newell on lead and slide guitar backing vocals. He's credited as playing guitar on the 2007 Collective Soul album afterwards, but I can't oh, confirm this. Okay. So I'm not going to give him credit, but he's credited, <laughs> but I can't confirm it. Slide guitar master. Um, even did an interview in November of 2020 on this um, about playing slide guitar. And I was thinking when we were talking just mid-episode, as I was like, yeah, it's capoed up one. It's an A flat. I bet I haven't seen him played it, but I bet he's playing an A tuned down a half step. Um, do we want to pause? And you tell me this, the location. It is Bonaire. Bonaire. Bonaire to Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. which is go. a city I don't. I don't even know where Bonaire even think is. Of. Yeah. yeah. So that, that wasn't on the game. That question yeah. wasn't on the game. So. Yeah. Bonaire. All yeah. these, all the listeners from Bonaire. Thank you for the support. That's right. Thank you for for your contributions. Does thank you for listening. Nashville, do Norway, Bonaire, Bonaire to Zimbabwe. I guess that works. Yeah. I guess good. whatever. Uh, we got and back and uh, back. We, we nailed that. Tell our listeners, what's your go-to karaoke song? So you step into a karaoke bar, what's your song? Do you do uh, a Sister Hazel song? Do you do all three? <laughs> I got to tell you. All right, well, let me tell you a story about that. Yes, please. So one year, one year, uh, I'm guessing it's 98, maybe 99. Um, we are touring out west, and we had a rare night off, and we were staying at a Holiday Inn um, outside of, like, Oh, I think it was Spokane, Washington. 
And um, I was going to go to bed. I was just going to crash. I'm laying in my bed and phone rings. And I answered, and it's mostly the crew guys, and they're in the bar uh, at the Holiday Inn Lounge. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, come on, man, we never get a night off. Come have a drink. And I'm like, all right, man. So I go in there and have a couple cocktails with them. And they're doing karaoke behind me. And, you know, I'm kind of looking over there. It's kind of funny. All of a sudden, I hear the lady go, and up next is Ken Block, and he's going to sing All For You by Sister Hazel. <laughs> I'm like, and, I'm, and I look I look at my guys, and I'm like, you did not. That's like, hilarious. Yeah. So I go up, and like, and those people take that stuff really seriously, man. Like, <laughs> those, are, those are weekly attendees. And right. so I, I get up there, and, and I get to the mic, and I go to say something, and and it doesn't work. And she walks over and goes, there's a switch on the mic. And she goes, oh, honey, you don't do this very often, do you? Oh. <laughs> there's a thing I remember reading in Sting's autobiography, um, which I've read uh, almost half of. Um, I've read. <laughs> That's an accomplishment. Though. Yeah, I've, I've read the first third to half of a great many books. <laughs> and, um, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> feel like that makes me an educated person um but uh yeah not counting he skips the intro and the four words and all that and just jumps yeah. straight in no i'm not, I'm trying not gonna like, waste no i'm not I gonna just, waste five of my 30 pages i'm gonna read yeah no one filler why you know uh yeah why do why do i want Stuart copeland's take on sting's life <laughs> i don't really get care. straight into sting on just sting. give me sting talking about sting's life JP, how you doing today, man? Man, I am doing fantastic. It's 1994. Yeah. I'm walking up this plank-looking uh, thing, like dock entry area to like a Cape Cod-style building. Okay. I open a door made of a wooden sword. Okay. Okay. I'm going to grab a pirate ship wheel that 432 other kids had grabbed that day that hadn't been disinfected. And then I'm going to order at this restaurant, what? and I'm going to sit down in a wooden bench shaped like a nautical flag. Okay. And then I'm going to exit and ring the bell saying I had a great experience okay. because I'm at Long John Silver's. And you know what I'm going to get there? I do not. Fish. Okay. <laughs> you know what says mid-90s for Jay Early? Long John Silver's. And Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay, all right, whatever. It's, I had a couple of different fantastics to get there. And, you know, I was thinking fish, fish, fish. And, and, I, and I went Long John Silver's, and I wanted to – you remember when Long John's used to look like that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. The Cape absolutely. Cod building, walking up the pl- – ropes. Yeah, ropes, the ropes, the big fat ropes. The big ropes. fat ropes. Yeah. You open the wooden sword door. Yeah. You touch the wheel that everybody's touched. <laughs> you order your fish. You sit down on the wooden bench shaped oh, like a man. nautical flag. You eat your fish, and then you ring the bell when you leave. I, I was like, what are you talking Where about? Where am I going? So I had to do these fantastics. and uh, They've gotten more and more elaborate that over one, the years. That one went a bit. I had, I had one. That, okay, if this is like choose your own adventure, then we'll go number two. Rob, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> I, I told my wife who we were covering this week, and I was like, who do you in the blowfish? And she's talking to her sister, and they're like, oh, yeah, from the TV show Friends. And I'm like, What? what? And there's an episode where Ross, Monica, and Chandler have money to go to this show, but Joey, Rachel, and Phoebe don't, and it's a Hootie and the Blowfish show. And that's how oh. my wife's sister was like, oh, yeah, from the Friends show. No And I'm kidding. like, are you kidding me? And then I thought, what is more mid-90s yeah. than Friends, Friends yeah. and Hootie and the Blowfish? Absolutely. Rob, tell them what song we're covering. Man, I got is- one more fantastic. <laughs> Okay. Do you really- what do you call? <laughs> what does a sea monster eat? 
I don't know. Fish and ships. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, anyway, okay. Kick it to the song we're doing. I'm, I'm out. I'm tapped. I this could- is Only Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie are actually a flip image of some mid-century combos in which a white singer stood before black players, a negative photo of Frank Sinatra performing with Count Basie. Um, And so uh, Darius said, quote, in those bands, the black guys played bass and drums and the white guys stood up front singing. We've just swapped that formula. And then Jim said, I never did understand this discussion. Everyone says we're one black guy in an all-white band, but that's not true. We're actually three white guys in an all-black band. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Love oh, that's that. the light of the day. That's good. Yeah, I love I, it. Great. I like that. Uh, it's like my dad always said, <laughs> give a man a fish, feed him for a day. Teach a man to blow fish, feed him for life. I don't know. What? I mean, you know the phrase, right? Give a man a fish. I know that. Feed him for I don't know where Teach I was going. Teach a man to blow fish <laughs> really <laughs> threw me for a loop. Yeah, teach a man to fish. Teach a, yes. I don't know. All right. Uh, uh, that's, that, didn't go, that didn't go poorly. <laughs> I mean, that did that go did very go poorly. poorly. Yes. We can edit that out. What a fine, what a fine... Sets of beards you have there, Robert. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Can, can you hear us? This is JP. I'm on the other side of the room. I came over there. Hi, JP. Hi, JP. How's it going, guys? Have you got a beard? I, a mini JP, beard. You got... I'll, I'll come over. Let's have a look at it. I'll come over and show my mini beard. Come on. Let's see the beards. Are we being interviewed by CZ Top tonight, Clive? <laughs> I think we might be. The Three Musketeers. Let's see. I might as well start video at this point. Let's, there we go. Oh, there they are. All right. Good lordy me. It, it's, <laughs> it's the boys with the beards. That's, all, that's, that's your name now. That's right. That's right. We've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> the Beard Brothers. At, at least you know that we're both males. With my voice, sometimes they're like, man, that girl was great on yeah. there. I'm like, hey, now wait a minute. I'm using my manliest voice. Well, I was, was going to say something like that next, but... <laughs> Beat me to it. Right. He was going to say, "I love that voice. I love uh, your voice." Dude, we've done. We did one interview with uh, Joe Cocker's guitar player Phil Grande, and he's like, "Man, that girl in the back was so nice." And I was like, "Actually, I'm a dude." It's happened more than once. It really has. I, I just, I just thought you two guys were like sat in a corner taking helium. <laughs> That's awesome. With a load of balloons. How can you not love this guitar opening? I'll tell you, Come it, is, on, I, dude. I, it makes me feel like I'm on a ship. It really does make me yes, nauseous. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like I feel like I'm about to hurl over that, the side. It 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 feels like it feels like a sexy luau. No, it not to me. I'm on a really bumpy cruise ship, and I've just eaten shrimp and stew combination. And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I just want to play ping pong, but you know, that's that's what I feel like. No, and I'm taking some sort of sleeping pill. It's like the Bene- <laughs> it's like the Benadryl of songs to me. <laughs> it's the Benadryl of songs. I love it. In the meantime, catch us on socials everywhere at Great Song Pod. You can join the Facebook group Face <laughs> Face Space and the Space Facers who space them facely. <laughs> This is why you got to listen to every last second of the episode. Because you just never know when the wheels are going to fall off. Uh, great songs and the great people who love them greatly. What did I say? Face, space, space, face, <laughs> in the faces. Spacely sprockets and spindles. Space them something about the Jetsons. I don't know. Um, okay, I've got um, just a couple of other things, and they would be in the form of uh, a cover. And I hope you're ready for this. I, I So, like, the original version of this song is epic, okay? 
This cover version is by a, uh, I believe, another Swedish band called Deep Sunshine, uh, and it is epic in a completely different <laughs> way. All right, this is Deep Sunshine. <laughs> what in the world? Now, this is live. <laughs> what is he playing? Or is she playing? Uh, it's a. I don't know. It's a keyboard. You know? <laughs> Just wait for it. The vocals are going to save it, I'm sure. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> oh, stop. Change. <laughs> it's all right. The, the background vocals will save it. <laughs> Oh, there are no background vocals. Is it vocals. him himself? Yeah. It's the final All right. So, so that's Deep Sunshine. That's the worst cover ever. That actually has gone, has become such a legendary bad cover. It's about 10 or 15 years old oh, that man. Mick McKaylee actually watched it and reacted to it on oh, YouTube and was like, what are they doing to my song? That's you hilarious. know, all this kind that's of stuff. Great. Um but so let's let let's give Deep Sunshine, in all fairness, an opportunity to redeem themselves. Oh, no. um, this is a follow up to that one called Big Tree, uh, and I want you to pay careful attention. <laughs> we talked about instantly recognizable synth parts. Um, you know, I want you to pay careful attention here to the keyboard part. This is Big Tree by Deep Sunshine. Listen to the synth. Pretty complicated. <laughs> I think maybe his keyboard wouldn't it do chords. I think it got stuck. <laughs> anyway. All right. So that's uh, that's Deep Sunshine, Big Tree. Uh, they later became Maroon 5. <laughs> I don't know. I got no reason to pick on Maroon 5. I just thought that'd be funny. That's funny. I like that. To this day, this is probably too much information. (laughs) But one of the things, one of the things that really, it it sort of shattered my, my toenail on my right foot. Okay. And and it's never, it's never, it's never come back. We we won't ask for a photo of that. We're good. (laughs) good. I might might send it to you anyways. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be our promo clip. Yeah. Like tune in season eight for this. (laughs) See this toenail. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who does this toenail belong to? That's it, mystery toenail. I think Dean's bass sounds great on Walking the Ocean, first of all, but tell me that was a cheap acoustic guitar that y'all destroyed and left floating. And do you remember what kind of guitar it was that you threw up in the air and that broke and that you just left destroyed in the water? Do you remember what kind of guitar? Oh, it was a pre-war Martin that my dad gave to me. <laughs> no. No, uh, it was... Yeah, whatever the cheapest possible, I think already irreparably damaged. Okay. Why. There's a whole like smash guitars thing in the nineties. It was yeah. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm friends with uh Doug Pinnock from King's yeah, Ad. We just had him yeah, on. We, him, he, yeah. we had him for our hundred and fiftieth episode. Uh he's great. So, he's great. 
But Doug, like he used to smash his bases, right? And so I forget what the company was, Warmoth or whatever. They would give him, he just had a crate of smashy bases <laughs> and they would send him, you know, every show he'd smash the base. So they, 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 they sent him all these bases for him to smash because it was <laughs> rock and roll. And then he says one day he was like playing he sees this kid in a front who's doing that thing. You know, you can tell who plays guitar because they're looking at your left hand the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> and this kid's just like watching his left hand and like getting every, you know, you can just tell he's like, oh, this kid's a player. And he just looks at the bass and he's like, why do I want to smell? Like, and he gave it to the kid and he oh. started giving the basses away. Man. And they stopped they stopped giving him free bases. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Man. Okay to smash, not, not to give not away. Not to give away. That's, That's awesome. Fantastic. Yes. Okay, last That's bit. not rock and roll. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Kindness. Ooh, <laughs> boo. While we were uh, listening to that, we uh, Rob was like, we should jot down, like yeah. if you look, because we made a Kmart thing and a yeah. Nerf football thing. So in the we listened to a verse basically yeah. or whatnot, and we jotted down three things that if you love, then you love. You got your three. Yes, I got. Yes, I got mine. Let's go alternating fashion. Okay, Here all right. Go. So this is if you love this, you will love. You will this. love finest, finally. So this is we know cuff. before anything that you will love the song. So yeah. here we go. Okay, right. go Rob, you go first. All right. If you love in living color, okay, you will love finally by CC. That's good. Oh, was it supposed to be if you like that, you'll like this song. Yes. Oh, I thought it was if you like something, then you'll love. Like, here's mine. If you love Jinkos, then you love chain wallets. <laughs> I thought you were like. I, don't, I have no idea how you got there. I don't know what. I've totally misunderstood the game. But go ahead. We'll keep going. This is great. Do your next one. And you just do your total nonsense. I do my ones, total please. nonsense one. Okay. okay. All right. So if you uh, love Jinkos, then you love chain wallets. <laughs> <laughs> totally misunderstood the okay. game. Okay, go ahead. If you love jams, then you'll love Finally by C.C. Penniston. If you love metal chairs, then you love cheap hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> totally missed the game. <laughs> I'm screaming. Okay. All right. Uh, if you love the Chicago Bulls dynasty, uh, you love Finally by C.C. <laughs> Penniston. If you love Trivial Pursuit, then you love Jiffy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I am uh, so glad we did this. That was okay. Well, that was just off oh the cuff. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm the worst at, at understanding games, apparently, <laughs> but that was, uh, was fun. You know what? I put you on the spot, and what you did was ten times better than anything <laughs> you could have come up with that was actually what I meant. Okay. Oh man, that was fantastic! I'm so, I'm so glad that happened just now, man. Okay. There it goes. Yeah. What? It- Holy cow, yeah, man! Right. For the record, that's an F sharp. That's a high <laughs> F sharp. Just for some context, I believe that is also the highest note that I've ever heard Sammy Hagar hit. Goodness gracious. Okay? I mean, that's something right there. That's that's really... The first time I heard that, I, like, left my chair. <laughs> Rob, Rob F-sharted. The last time <laughs> like, I heard that F-sharp. I just... I, I said it like a swear word. F-sharp. Like, I know. Holy cow. That was amazing. Uh, man, yeah. Great. Okay. This is going to be... Which of these are real... 
driver names. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, man. All right. All so right. this is going to be between the two of you. You guys ready? I'm ready. One second. No, nope. oh. he's not ready. Oh, you can, you can't the, Google it at the same time. <laughs> What's the song? Um, while he's think while he's looking, the the song um about the the guy who gets named for all his mom's favorite race car drivers, and he's oh, like, she that. named me Dale Daryl Waltrip, uh, Junior. Oh shoot, what is it, Dale? Darryl I don't Waltrip, know that something 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 awesome. The country song, I'm guessing something, something Earnhardt Smith Johnson Junior. Like, uh, <laughs> oh that. man, it's the guy that sings Chuck E. Cheese Hell. And he was on like, oh, Ch- oh yeah, Chuck E. Cheese, hell, you know obviously. What I'm about? Oh. No, okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, you don't know either. Dang it, he did like com- Richard Cheese. <laughs> yes, Richard. No, it's not Dick Cheese. Ch- Ch- oh gosh, Charles Entertainment Cheese, I yes. believe is his yes, real right, name. That's it. Charles, Charles <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, okay, here we go. You ready? ready? Which of these are real driver names? Okay, <clears throat> we gotta help each other on this. Yeah. Mike Fast or John Force? Bad. Wow. Let's say one on the count of three. We'll say okay. it again. No, you guys. I want you guys can have different because you're, you're competing. Oh, okay. oh, okay. oh, 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 yes. we'll write them down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So on the count of three, we'll just say them. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Force. force. Okay. We both okay. said force. Okay. That's right. Hey. That was the right hey. one. You guys both got that one. Okay. Boom, boom. All right. Oops. Will Power or Guy Strong? No way. <laughs> One of these is a real driver. Okay, ready? Ready. One, two, three. Strong. strong. You're both wrong. Oh, there's a willpower. 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 The power to will the yes. way. Okay. Temptation. Temptation. So it's a really battery's not included. Anybody know that? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, wow. man. DC That's talk. DC talk. Word to the Father. Wow. Was that on Free at Last or New Thing? Free, th- free at Last. Free the Last. Free, free the Last Thing. Right before Word to the Father. Free the Last Thing. Oh, my God. Dang. All right, ready? ready. Yep. Mandolin Michaels or Banjo Matthews? Oh, man. This is a great game. Wow. This is fantastic. A great, this is a great game. Way I'm getting replaced it. to stump the genius guy. <laughs> okay. Same again. Same again. Mandolin, Mac, Mandolin Michaels or Banjo Matthews? Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say the instrument. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Banjo. banjo. Dude, dude, we're synced up. Whether we're right or wrong. That's right. It's uh, Banjo yeah. Matthews is a real racer. That sounds like a really old school, like, <laughs> yes. he sounds like the first bootlegger. That's yeah, awesome. he actually uh, became famous for making um, really good racing seats. Have like, you heard oh. his cover of King of the Road? It's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's really good. But that's the king. All right, ready? Ready. <clears throat> they get more ridiculous as we go on. Hang on. All right. Duck Waddle or Chicken Struts? <laughs> <laughs> okay, animal. We can say animal. Ready? Ready. One, two, three. Duck. duck. <laughs> That's right. Duck waddle. Duck, duck, duck waddle. Duck waddle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Woo. We're tied. You guys are tied. You're crushing it. All right. Dizzy swordfish <laughs> or cuckoo marlin. Okay. 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 I, we'll I feel like I actually have an educated guess on this. Okay. Let's go on. What. We're gonna guess last name. Yeah. One, two, three. Marlin. Marlin. Sterling. Sterling. Martin? Yes. Right. That's right. It's Cuckoo Marlin. Okay. Wow. That's right. Yeah, Cuckoo okay. Marlin. Oh. That's awesome. Okay. Oh <laughs> man. Swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> I made that one up. Okay. <laughs> right. But that should be your nickname. Dizzy Swordfish. Yeah, I'm trying to get it going. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'm crying. Ready? Yeah. Ready. 
I've made up some goofy ones, but the real ones are goofy too. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Twig Ziggler or Zig Twiggler? <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> All right. Twi- oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to say them again so you guys don't get it mixed up. <laughs> Twig Ziggler or Zig Twiggler? How do we guess that? Uh, dude, I, I mean... Zig or twig, I guess. I guess it's, yeah. Okay. Twig, twigs, Twizzlers. Okay, ready? Right, ready. Oh, man. One, two, three. Zig. Ziggler. Oh, okay. We said different because I said Ziggler. Okay. Zig, Twiggler. Twiggler. You're going Zig Twiggler. Yeah. And you're going <laughs> Twig Ziggler. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One of us is going to finally go ahead. Rob, you got it right. It's oh. Twig. It's oh, Twig Ziggler, obviously. Come on, JP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Man, I'm a mess. <laughs> We've never lost you that hard in an episode. Okay. Thank God, there's three, there's three more. There's three more. Okay, here we go. Herbie Heard or Fonty Flock? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Herbie Heard or Fonty Flock. Herbie Heard or Fonty Flock. Flock. All right. Uh, ready? Ready. One, two, three. Flock. Oh, oh, man. We're devising. Oh. Rob's surging ahead. Where did I catch up? You got Fonty Flock. Boom. That's right. Oh, Good job. Wow. Fonty Flock. Fonty okay. Flock. Okay, we're at it. <clears throat> oh, Waka Flocka. Okay. Fonty Flock of Flame. Okay, here we go. This one's a mouthful. <laughs> Is it? Wolfgang Alexander Albert Edward Maximilian Reichsgoff Berg von Trips what? or Big Mike McShooty. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so ridiculous. Both of them. <laughs> you so want me to repeat them? Say one or two. You repeat okay. Wait, read, say them again. Let me say them <clears throat> again. Wolfgang Alexander Albert Edward Maximilian Reichsgoff Berg von Trips or Big Mike McShooty. <laughs> Uh, ready? One or two? Here we go. One, two, three. One. one. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Holy cow. All what? right, last one. Big Mike McShooty, though. I kind of expected to be a real person. <laughs> that can be I your thought, new why name. Why would you make all that other stuff <laughs> up? You, have, ta- you yeah. have such a talent for it's, making up names. Too much. Okay, here we go. Last one. <laughs> okay. Dick Trickle or Dick Passwater? Okay. <laughs> all right. Ready? Ready. One, two, three. Trickle. trickle. Yeah. Uh, that was actually a trick question. Those are both real drivers. Oh, oh, Dick way. Trickle and Dick Passwater. Passwater. Are both wow. real drivers. So we tied. You guys That's, tied. We're Great job, equally, guys. Equally NASCAR savvy. Unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, Twig Ziggler. Oh. Zig Twiggler. <laughs> had me hurting. Wow. I don't know why that hit me so hard. Man. I can't My face believe. Hurts. That was oh. fun. That was a great job, Joe. Oh. You did not disappoint. I love that there's just one verse. Like, they're like, let's just do it again. They sing the chorus four times. <laughs> it, it 
it starts with the chorus, right? Okay. And then it goes verse, chorus, verse, same verse, same verse chorus, guitar solo, chorus. Wow. So they sing the they sing the chorus four times, and there's there's one verse twice. That's amazing. So lyrically, there's not like a ton of content to be had. It's really just two sections. There's it, yeah, there's a verse and a chorus, and they're just like, Man. you know what? Let's just do it over and over. I love that. I never noticed that. That's good. Thanks for pointing that out. This uh. This may be one of the nice last things to say about this song, and it's going to ruin the way you hear it from now. Oh no! And I wanted to. You probably you have something else to say. I uh, All right, ruin it, Dave. Ruin yeah. it, Dave. Bring so it I'm on the road with one of my best buds in the world, a guy named Matt Mangano, who now plays for Zach Brown Band. Okay. Call him Mango. Mango. I had made a mix for this one show. This is like, I mean, 2006, seven. Me and Mango are in my station wagon. The song comes on. Addicted to love, and he's like, "Oh man, I can never hear the song the same." I said, "Why?" He said, "Because when I was growing up, I thought that he was singing." And he said, "I'm being a thousand percent sincere. My anus will fix it. I'm addicted to love." <laughs> and tell me every time that you hear when he starts, "My anus will fix it. Addicted to love. My anus will." And now every time oh that song comes on, oh, oh man, dude, that's the closer. That's of love for mango. <laughs> Dude, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, play a crap. little of it. Yo, if that's not a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> my anus will fix it. I'm addicted to love. Wow. Dude, man. My anus will fix it. <laughs> my anus will fix it. Oh, gosh. That's funny. Okay. That's good. All right. Yeah, Thanks. I think that's about the best way to wrap it up that we could have possibly pulled in. <laughs> yeah, thank it's you. It's definitely Dave. the end. Hey. Yes. hey. Oh, it's uh, backing vocals, Benny Diggs and Fonzie Thornton. I didn't go too Those deep on them. Those aren't real people. <laughs> I know. They're puppets, but they're not real people. <laughs> How you doing? I'm Fonzie Thorn. <laughs> and I'm Benny Diggs. And we're here to sleep with Kids, one. don't do drugs, okay? That's awesome. Stop touching each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one got me. Um, on saxophone, uh, Lenny Pickett, saxophone These leader. are not real names. <laughs> oh, no. These, they were all illegal leader. immigrants or something they had to protect. Right? Mick Mars, to me, is the Mickey Mantle of hard rock. And let me tell you why. Wow. This guy's in tons of pain, looks like death all the time, <laughs> but goes out there and leaves it on the field every day. Plays through pain. Yeah. I'm sure he's had tons of painkillers, but that's okay. Like, he's, he's playing through the pain. Yeah. He's the Mickey Mantle of hard rock. You know, it, it, I mean, he went through so much to get here from the alien planet that he was <laughs> That he was born on. That's good. That's funny. You know, you kind of have to give him props. He came. <laughs> he learned in, the language. He, he learned the language. <laughs> he learned to play guitar. You know, in, yeah. in uh, after you know, I'm sure in his in his spacecraft, <laughs> he, he had a different alien instrument sure. that we're probably not ready for it's, on yeah, Earth. You know what I mean? Good. But but he adapted his sensibilities <laughs> to learn human music, it's which awesome. is pretty impressive. Because I think his, I th- if I recall correctly from their documentary. Um, from their from their from their biopic, the dirt. Uh, I think his native um, music on. was was more like a <laughs> and 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 um, most just just grunts and body sounds to make the music. So the, the fact that he was able to learn guitar is fairly impressive. I'll get I'll give him that. <laughs>
I actually met Mick Mars. Have okay. I told you this story? No. I might have. Okay, so I'm at the airport. Uh, me and me and my wife Kayla are about to get on a flight, and I look over and I'm like, "Babe, that is Mick Mars." And she's like, "Who?" I'm like, "Mick Mars from Motley Crue." And I was like, "Pull him up on your phone and just verify uh-huh. that that's him." And she's like, "Okay, you're right. That's definitely him. You know, nobody looks like that guy." Right. So he's he's old, and he looks like he's de- always looked old. He's always looked old, yeah. but this is recent to Mick Mars. So I mean, it, it took him. Like eight thousand light years to get here, <laughs> so he's he he's standing and then he just sits down in front of the ticket booth and is like leaning up. I'm like that guy can't stand, uh, but I'm like I'm gonna meet Mick Mars. Are you kidding? I'm so close. You crawl so, over to so him, I, <laughs> so I'm like I need to find the right time. So I'm like I'll just meet him on the plane. So he'll be seated and it won't be everybody rushing up to him. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the first people they escort on. They mm-hmm. help him on. He's with this young girl that helps him on. And uh, he gets on the plane, sits down, and so I'm like, okay, I got to find him. So I come walking in, I catch him right as I'm walking through. I'm like, I got, I got this. So I'm, I sit down so that everybody can get on the plane and I don't stop the plane. Uh-huh. Um, once everybody's seated and we're in the air, I come up and I'm like, Mick, I don't mean to, you know, I hope I'm not bothering you. I'm just a huge fan. And I would like to get, if you don't care, to just sign something for me. And all I had was my plane ticket. Uh-huh. And and the girl that's with him, like, okay, okay, what's your name? And I'm like, JP. And I hand him my plane ticket. And he signs to Stacy. <laughs> and he says, here you go, Stacy. And back to me, whatever his voice. I'm like, whatever, close enough. So in my case, I'll show you when we get up here. Over there, I have an autographed Mick Mars to Stacy. <laughs> it's close enough. So that is Mick Mars. And Listen, hey, you go do you, sir. It's, you know, it's hard. These human languages are difficult. <laughs> That adds to Rob's uh, to Rob's theory. Yeah. yeah. So to Stacy. I do have one side note on this. Um, that I was like looking up songs about like sailing, and it, it's what you expect. There was nothing yep. special about that search result, right? Yeah. It's Christopher, Christopher Cross, Cross. It's Inya. Yeah. Beach Boys. You know. <laughs> yeah. But then I saw a song listed among those that made me pause. Okay. Um. And so, I, and it was it was sitting on the dock of the bay. Okay. okay? That's about sailing. And then I thought. That's kind of the Otis. opposite of about sailing, It's right? not sailing. It's not. It's, it's looking at sailing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, Come Sail Away is about like chasing dreams on the <laughs> open sea and even into the cosmos, right, right at the end. Like, they, they get took aboard off on their a, starship. A spaceship, yeah. That's right. And uh, sit on the dock of the bay is like, you know, I'm just sitting here watching the tide roll away. <laughs> you know? I'll I don't want to sail. I'll be sitting until the evening comes. He, he even goes so far as to like, looks like nothing's going to change. Yeah. Like, Come I, sail away. I don't is, even have a plan to go sailing. Yeah. Like, no, I'm sitting. Yeah. Come sail away is chase your dreams into the universe yeah. and sit on the dock of the bay is like, guess I'm here. You know, the planet. It's the it's the pessimistic opposite. That's of, great. Oh, I love that. Come sail away. That's good.